Climbing Gold is a production of Duct Tape Thin Beer. Hello, Elizabeth Nakano, senior producer, back again. Today we've got a bonus episode. We'll be back soon with the final two chapters of the season. In Chapter 6, we covered elements of the Stone Monkey era and the moment when many of the leading climbers of the late 2000s got interested in wingsuit base jumping. It was a period of wild innovation and incredible risk. While rarely in the spotlight, one of the most important climbers of that era was Sean Stanley Leary. Stanley was never the center of attention in climbing media during that era, but he was a driving force in the progression of the sport and loved in the community. He owned the nose speed record with Dean Potter for multiple years and teamed up with Alex for other lightning fast ascents in Yosemite, including three routes in a day on El Cap, which kind of blows my mind. Um, He pioneered new cutting edge routes in places like Baffin Island and Antarctica, and he was also on the leading edge of wingsuit flying. In 2014, though, Stanley died in Zion National Park base jumping. While we were recording for chapter six, Alex shared some memories of climbing with Stanley with me while we were on a short tangent, and I set them aside because, one, they made me laugh and reflect on that time in the valley, and two, knowing it was a little bit of climbing history we'd unearthed. So we would figured we'd bring you a few memories of an incredible force during the moment when climbing took flight. Thanks for listening to Climbing Gold. So wait, you you got you got to explain who Stanley who Stanley is. <laughs> so Stanley was the nickname for Sean Leary, who was an incredible valley climber and and kind of a good friend and just just a classic character, sort of the the quintessential non-professional elite climber because he was climbing better than than any of the rest of us. I mean, he was an incredible climber and has many speed records in Yosemite still and and just did all these amazing things. But uh but was just so bad about responding to emails and, you know, making phone calls and whatever. And he just like hated the man, you know, it's like every time a ranger would drive by, like while we'd be on the wall on all cap, a ranger car would drive by with sirens on, you know, going to respond to an emergency, probably, you know, (laughs) probably going to, to like help save someone's life in a car accident, you know, and he would just scream F you tool at the top of his lungs from the wall. And you're like, dude, maybe you just need to rein it in a little bit and just, I don't know. I mean, Stanley was just so classic. There's there's so much Stanley. I mean, it's it's funny because Stanley and and Cedar Wright were very good friends and close climbing partners. And Stanley was kind of always the more talented climber, and yet was always slightly bitter that Cedar was a, a sponsored professional climber. And I was like, Stanley, if you ever responded to a single email or you know were even slightly more polite or like you know less rough around the edges, you'd be doing the same things. You know, you'd be getting free shoes too, and you know you could go on expeditions. But instead, he was just a little. Uh, I mean, he was just classic. <laughs> I mean, freaking Stanley. Where did the Stanley nickname come from? The nickname Stanley came from Sean Leary climbing the Zodiac wall with a Stanley hammer instead of like a wall climbing hammer. Uh, he just took a normal hardware hammer and, and uh, used that to nail pins all the way up a wall, basically when he was learning how to aid climb. But I never quite understood that story. And, and it's kind of a weird nickname to get because he wasn't even a great wall climber. You know, He wasn't even uh, much of an aid climber. He, uh, he, he was mostly a really fast free climber. But, uh, but, you know, the nickname stuck and everybody called him Stanley.
So Stanley was really a driving force behind the stone monkeys, despite the fact that he wasn't as well known as some of the other prominent monkeys. But he taught Cedar Wright how to climb. He literally got him into climbing and, you know, taught him everything he knew and really guided the direction of, of Cedar's whole career. And then he was one of Dean Potter's main partners. And so really he was behind a lot of the most important climbing going on in Yosemite, you know, throughout the whole stone monkey era. But people just don't know his name because he was just so, just such a, such a character. Freaking Stanley. It's funny because actually Cedar talks about him the exact same way. Every time either of us tells a story about Stanley, it ends with like, oh, freaking Stanley with like shaking your head. You're just like, what a, what a dude. What an unusual character. The analogy that just came to mind, and this is a terrible analogy, but in some ways I think uh, Stanley was like the Steve Bannon of, of the Stone Monkeys or something, you know, where it's like you have the charismatic leaders like, you know, Dean, who's who say the Donald Trump. This is a horrendous analogy. But uh, <laughs> but then you have Stanley, who's really kind of the mastermind behind it all, who's like enabling these people to do a lot of the cutting edge climbs that they do. I mean, because Stanley... I mean, I, I need a better analogy for that. But but what do you call the sort of silent presence inspiration in the background? You know, sort of like a driving force without being the face of a movement. He was like the secret weapon. Stanley is the only climber I think I've ever climbed with who actually ran across ledges. Like on big walls, anytime there was a little ledge, you would basically just trot across. It was crazy. Again, I mean, this doesn't matter, but I was just looking through the new Yosemite guidebook, and there's a list of speed records in the back, <laughs> and I, I still share a handful of them with Stanley, because we had this season where we kind of, what, what we called, picked all the low-hanging fruit. Like basically, we went around all the trade routes in Yosemite and, and did sort of the obvious easy ones, so we did the South Face of Washington's column. And it's funny because that's a lot of people's first big wall and people spend two days on it. And we did the speed record in 53 minutes. And I was like, dude, we, uh, I remember when we did it, we passed this party uh, and they were on day two, you know, they were hauling bags and they were like, they'd camped on this ledge and there were a couple of pitches above it. And uh, we were redlining, like totally anaerobic, you know, panting. And uh, as I went by this guy, I was like, what's the time? You know, and he was like, oh, it's, you know, 640 or whatever in the morning. And I was like, Oh, you know, I did the math and I was like, well, we're like 26 minutes in or something. And you're like, dude, we're passing these guys that already bivied and we're like 20 minutes into a club. I don't know. I mean, that was, that was the thing about climbing Stanley is it just enabled you to, to climb so quickly. I, I Stanley and I, I mean, I don't think this will be used in an episode, but it's like I'm recording it anyway for posterity, but Stanley and I did the speed record on the South wall and, uh, I got a number six Camelot stuck in this pitch going up to the spire. And when I placed it, I just immediately knew that it was just slightly stuck, but with, you know, a little bit of, little bit of, of care, it would come out. And, uh, and I kept going because I was like short fix, it tons of slack out. And it's just the strategy was to, to move along. Stanley got to it was like, started yelling at me, like, what the heck you got this stuck. Then he started kicking it and basically <laughs> wailed on the cam for, for like a few minutes and was like cursing at me and yelling up like, well, so much for the speed record, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, this is, this is fucked. And, uh, and then left the cam, flipped upside down, shoved into the back of the crack. I was like, dude, how hard did you wail on that cam, like kicking it in, in hatred? And then, uh, and then kept going. And anyway, I mean, we still set the speed record on the Salve in 4.55, I think, which is still the record. And I was like, Stanley, you are such a tweaker. You'd, like with just a little bit of care, you probably could have gotten that out just fine. But nope, I lost my six. <laughs> I mean, freaking Stanley. 
We'll be back next week with a feature-length episode. This is Climbing Gold.